My name is Marie, and this is Likened Unto Me, my personal scripture journey. I recently had a scripture jump out at me when it was shared in an Instagram post. I don't remember what the post was talking about, but the scripture has stuck with me for a few weeks now, and I've been turning it over and over. It's this, and being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly. This line is found in Luke twenty-two forty-four. It's referring to what happened as the Savior suffered in Gethsemane. Interestingly, I found so far that Luke, of all the Gospels, refers most often to the Savior praying. Anyway, it's been on my mind first because of the language. The Savior is suffering the worst thing that anyone in history has ever or will ever suffer. He suffered for all our pains and sicknesses, worries, stress, abuse, consequences of sins, all of it, and overcame it all. He is the way to heaven because he provided the way out from under all of that. And I just love how Luke describes it as being in an agony. Doesn't that description apply to all those things? Being in an agony. It brings to mind agony I've felt myself, and I was never alone in it. He felt it too. The second reason it's been on my mind is because of the self-reflecting question it sparked. What do I do when an agony either appears or gets worse in my life? Is my first thought to pray more earnestly? Or is it to ask Google or a Facebook group? Is prayer and priesthood power my first resort? Or is it my last Now, prayer does not often bring an immediate end to struggles. When Christ prayed in Gethsemane, his pain did not end right away. When Nephi prayed because of the anger of his brethren, Laman and Lemuel, their anger actually increased until he had to flee for his life. The anti-Nephi-Lehi's, the Lamanites who had been converted by Ammon and his brethren, were slaughtered for their belief in Christ as they kneeled down and called upon God. Were their prayers unanswered? If it didn't save them, then what was the point? So why should we pray more earnestly when in an agony? The Nephites have a rough go of it not long after King Mosiah dies and the time of the chief judges begins. There are some people who want to go back to being ruled by kings, and many of them are willing to work with the Lamanites to get it. The Nephites never go very long without some sort of war or battle with the Lamanites, but this is the time when we get the most detail about how the whole war went. Captain Moroni leads the armies, and finally, after 14 or 15 years, they achieve peace for a while. But this long war has taken a toll. In Alma chapter 62, we find out what has happened to the people through all these years. And thus ended the 30 and first year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi. And thus they had had wars and bloodsheds and famine and affliction for the space of many years. All things they couldn't control, right? And 
there had been murders and contentions and dissensions and all manner of iniquity among the people of Nephi. Nevertheless, for the righteous sake, yea, because of the prayers of the righteous, they were spared. That is a lot of horrible stuff to happen to that people in not very many years. But the interesting part is the next verse that talks about the people's reaction to all this hardship, all this agony. But behold, because of the exceedingly great length of the war between the Nephites and the Lamanites, many had become hardened because of the exceedingly great length of the war. And many were softened because of their afflictions, insomuch that they did humble themselves before God, even in the depth of humility. Such different reactions, opposite reactions, really. And that's really the choice each of us has when trials or agonies come to us in life. Whether they're thrust upon us or they're self-inflicted, we can either harden our hearts and withdraw from God, or we are softened as we humble ourselves before God. So, back to my question of what's the point of praying? If we don't always get what we want, what's the point of prayer? So here's a few scriptures that may help, and I'm paraphrasing these. 2 Nephi 32.9 Pray always that everything may be for the welfare of thy soul. Doctrine and Covenants 10.5 Pray that ye may come off conqueror of Satan. Alma 34.39 Be watchful unto prayer that ye may not be led away by temptations of the devil. Alma 15.17 Watch and pray continually to be delivered from Satan. The point of prayer is not to make things go how we want or change somebody or change the world. It's to bring us closer to God so that we can conquer Satan. We are close to people we talk to, especially those we open our hearts to and are honest with. If we're going to open up to anyone... It should be our Heavenly Father. He already knows it anyway. But we get closer to Him when we actually say it to Him. So the Savior is in the Garden of Gethsemane suffering everything. And what does He do? He prays more earnestly. He turns to God first. There's a definition in Webster's 1828 Dictionary of earnestly that I love. It is with fixed attention. As Jesus Christ suffered for all mankind, he prayed with more fixed attention to God. What do you do when you are in an agony? Is God the first thing you seek? Do you get harder or softer? Prayer is what keeps us close to our Heavenly Father, who has provided the way out from all of the agony through His Son. Pray first, that all these things may be for thy good, and then if thou endure it well, God shall exalt thee on high. Thou shalt triumph over all thy foes. Thanks for listening. Any quotes or scriptures or stories that I used are cited in the description. This is likened unto me, my personal scripture journey.